Hello and welcome to this episode of the AF Mentors podcast. I had a conversation this week with one of the AFM coaches. In fact, all of the things I'm about to talk about have come from conversations I've had with coaches this week. But this one specifically was a question about quantity versus quality of social media posts. Now, obviously I want both, right? And there's really no reason you can't do both. On top of that, there is absolutely no point committing to posting every day if it's absolutely crap. Like that isn't gonna help anyone and it's certainly not gonna help you grow your business. However, in this instance, i.e. quantity versus quality on social media posts, they are more closely linked than you think, right? And it's not so much a versus as an and. So there's a story that I was told many years ago, but I actually saw it pop up on YouTube the other day, and it's about a potter. And this potter splits his class, his pottery class, into two groups. And he told one half the class to create one incredible pot, and they had 30 days in which to do it. And then it would be judged. And he told the other half of the class to make a pot every single day for 30 days and then they could pick the best one and that one would be judged. Now, you can probably guess where this is going, okay? The people who did the reps, the people who made a new pot every single day for 30 days created far better pots than the group who focused on perfecting one pot. The same is true for your content. The more you do, the better you get at it. And that's not to say put out shit work. It's that practice makes you better and perfectionism leaves you stagnant. The best way to get better at writing is to write more. The best way to get better at podcasting is to podcast more. If you want to get good at lives, hey, guess what? Do more lives. Instead of obsessing over like one incredible pot or post or podcast or whatever it is, get the reps in and that's how you will get better. So the second thing I want to talk about today was inspired by another AFM coach. And this was about negative clients. And it was a conversation I had yesterday and it just got me thinking. So she was asking what to do about negative clients. And it made me think, do these people know how negative they are and how much of that becomes then self-fulfilling and like a bit of a self-fulfilling spiral. So by that I mean, if you are a negative person, you probably experience the world very differently and actually inherently more negatively. Is that proper English? I'm not sure. But people probably treat you differently because you are so negative, right? Which will then make you more negative because people treat you differently, right? They're likely to smile at you less to offer you less opportunities, to want to spend less time around you. Meaning that you start to see the world in a more negative way because it starts to legitimately become a more negative place for you. Now, obviously you can change that, but it did make me think, I was like, oh, why do some people see things in such a negative way? And I'm like, yeah, probably because at one point they were negative and then people started knowing them for being negative and then they just started experiencing things in a more negative way. People responded to them in a more negative way. So actually their life is legitimately more negative because of the way they've created it. And your mood is so infectious. So if you want a more positive life, that change starts with you. 
Like try simply smiling more or giving more compliments or pointing out a few positives a day, right? Where journaling is so, so useful. And it seems so simple and so subtle, but it will have a profound effect on your life. So that got me thinking that. And then the final topic I wanted to talk about today is, you know, the big debate. This is the real biggie. What's better, online personal training or in-person personal training? Now, as with most dichotomies in the fitness industry, it's false. So much like when people are like, oh, what's better, resistance training or cardio? Well, you can get the benefits of both, which are unique and different. Like, what's more important, doing steps or doing a workout? Well, both, both are important, right? Should I get my protein in or should I hit my calories? Again, you need to do both if you wanna get results. So there are, there is a place for in-person personal training and there is a place for online coaching. And there isn't a winner here. There is simply what your clients need, what your client needs <laughs> based on their goals. Because it feels like we're comparing apples and oranges here. And I did a post about this and the comparison I made was like, do you want a makeup artist or a hairdresser? It depends what you want done, right? Like, do you want your nails done or do you want your hair done? There's no, oh wait, what did I say? Hairdresser, makeup artist. Do you want your makeup done or do you want your hair done? And there are some things that personal trainers, in-person personal trainers, will do a thousand times better than you can ever do online. And then there are other situations where online is incredible and far outperforms in-person personal trainers. Trainers? <laughs> Sorry, I don't know where that came from, but um, there you go. So it depends on the client and their goals and their needs and to an extent their wants. So do some in-person coaches effectively offer online coaching too? Yes. And for fat loss, what you do outside of the gym matters far more than what you do inside of the gym. So if you want to get really good at, I don't know, Olympic lifting, you need someone there in person showing you the technique, moving your body, critiquing the fine elements of your technique. Now, if you want to lose fat, improve your relationship with food, be happier, healthier, online coaching can do this in a far more efficient way. And the benefit is that you can work with anyone, not just whoever is available at your local gym, right? So you can also find probably a far better coach. I'm talking from a client perspective here. Plus, you don't need to sync your diaries, etc., etc. Now, People get so defensive about this, especially in-person personal trainers, specifically ones who have never done online coaching and have some like made up idea of what it is. And do you know what? There are shit online coaches and there are shit in-person personal trainers, right? So you can't judge like everyone under the same thing. And they might be seeing, I don't know, some crappy program that they've seen online and been like, that's what online coaching is, right? Small-minded most of the time or often quite bitter because realistically deep down they probably wish they could be doing that or have the freedom to also run a business that doesn't just require exchanging time for money then there are also incredible life-changing personal trainers both in person and online and as i said it depends on what the client needs so without a shadow of a doubt my specific client base i.e women who feel like they've been yo-yo dieting their whole lives 
get significantly better results online and I have helped way more people than I could ever have dreamed of helping online than I could have done in person. It is absolutely incredible to think how many clients I've worked with and been able to impact. That's why I am so passionate about online coaching. That to me is like, my business value has always been impact. So how can I impact the most people possible? Now, if I worked in a gym, that would be very limited to my local area and the amount of sessions that I could fit in. Whereas online, I can impact so many more people and do it in a better way for the goals that my demographic have. Now, on the flip side of that, would a goal of building gym confidence and working specifically on technique be better achieved in person? 100% yes, without a doubt. Can you do that online? To an extent, yes. Is it as good? In my opinion, no. But comparing the two isn't helpful. Like when I'm, and I'm talking about comparing the two online versus in person, they are different. They require different skill sets. I am a fantastic online coach and I'm a decent in-person coach. Online suits me, it suits my skill set more. Plus I have almost, at this point, like almost unrivaled experience. I've spent far less time working in person and I personally find it like a little bit tedious. It doesn't let me geek out on the stuff I like to geek out on. Um, it doesn't let me be as creative in the ways that I like to be creative. And if all you're offering is one hour of exercise, then it's unlikely getting your clients the kind of results that they're looking for. Saying that, this is often now a bit of a straw man argument as many coaches like in-person coaches now offer support outside of their sessions too right so effectively they're offering that one hour of exercise but then looking at everything else outside of that right like the online coaching side and i would argue that that's kind of just adding online coaching to in-person sessions but like i'm not going to get hung up on the semantics there if you want to either add online coaching support to your current in-person clients or you want to build an online coaching business and you don't know where to start that is why i created afm and a lot of the time the benefits of online coaching are all focused around hey you'll make more money you don't have to trade time for money anymore you can go on holiday whenever you want you can support your clients without being there in person like all this stuff is true and legitimate and from like your standpoint as a business owner important but to me, like why I'm passionate about online coaching is the impact. Like I've worked with probably over 10,000 people, whether on group coaching or um, on a closer level, one-to-one. Uh, -one. That's phenomenal, right? It is completely unachievable to do that in person. And that's why I'm so passionate about it. And now again, like my main business value being impact that's why i spend so much time on education right that's part of the reason that i was so passionate about build, building eiq and part of the reason that i'm so passionate about building afm because if i want to have more impact what better way to do that than to help incredible coaches build incredible businesses and help more people so if that sounds like something you need support with click the link below head to the website read a bit about afm book in a call with me if you think it's the right fit for you this call is literally all about me figuring out if I can help you. 
And if I think I can help you, I will talk to you about the mentorship. If I don't think you're ready or I think someone else could help you better or be more suited to you, then I will refer you on. And I have turned down two coaches this week alone. And that's because I don't think I was the right person to help them, given the situation they were in or given the business they wanted to build. And I have 11 years of reputation to protect here. I certainly won't be uh, giving that up for one mentoring spot. So you can trust me on this. I will not sell to you unless I think I can help you. And if you're interested, hit the link in the show notes and have an awesome day.